Hey, babe. What's up? Have you noticed my beard is actually coming back pretty good? It really is. You're liking it? Yeah, looks good. I have to thank my friends at Mad Viking Beard Company. Yeah, I guess I'd have to thank them too. Yeah, they are really supplying the right stuff for this beard to make it beautiful. How's it smell? It smells actually pretty good. It smells clean. Yes, exactly the word I would use to describe it too. <laughs> so get your beard smelling clean today at madvikingbeard.com. Drop the razor and beard responsibly. Welcome back to another episode of Spouse Holes. What's up, Eric? Nothing much. No, this week has been busy. There's been a lot going on. What do you mean, nothing much? I mean, much. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, how's your week? It's going pretty good. I hope How about everyone's yourself? week's going good. Good. Mine's good. Zaya, whoop. <laughs> Sorry. Zaylee started gymnastics. So, that's been fun. The teachers are both deaf. So, it's heavy sign language. So, that was awesome being thrown in. I mean, it's like intimidating, but. You know, I do my best with what I know. Got to learn sometime. Right. That's so, good experience for her too. Right. So it's been really good. So that's been fun. And then this weekend was Peru's Independence. That so. was quite amazing. We went to your parents' house and had the Feast of Feasts. Oh, yes. They always go all out. Normally we would go to the Peruvian Festival, but we totally forgot that our dog needed to get spayed this weekend. Spayed? Yep, spayed. <laughs> neutered, whatever. Neutered Girls get boy. spayed. Right. Boys get neutered. So we couldn't go to the festival because we didn't want to leave her alone with her wounds. Yeah. So, but puppy's doing good. She wants to play. Yeah. We have to slow her down. The vet said to have her take it easy for the first four or five days after the surgery and then slowly ramp up and she was ready to full on play day one. I'm glad that we agree on that though, because a lot of people I think struggle with wanting them to get spayed. Because it takes away them trying to have kids, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I could deal with the period. of. Well, there's the period, but then there's also so many male dogs in our neighborhood. That's true. That when she was in heat, it would be like bloody murder cries okay, from all right. dogs. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. And the festivals that we have here in Utah, I feel like it's a pretty big festival. Oh, every year that we've gone, it's been a blast. In fact, I think it was our second date we went to a Peruvian festival. Yeah. And normally they have a lot of dancing and a ton of food. So, and it's all just kind of a big experience of just being Peruvian. It's kind of fun. So, and we'll have to go next year. The girls would love it. Especially when Erica's able to walk around a little bit, it'll be way more fun. Right. And then I got a truck. You got a truck? Yeah. You spoiled girl. Well, you know, I didn't want a minivan, and I'm not dogging on anybody out there who has a minivan. Kudos to you, but I cannot do the minivan. I told myself my entire life, I'm not going to be the minivan mom. And, you know, you're helping me be honest to that because I don't want a minivan. (laughs) So I'm very much in love with my truck. So if I could marry it, I totally would. Well, kind of. I mean, you're married to the payments. (laughs) Touche. Gotta pay them. So that's been a good week. So it's been busy. It's been hectic, but it's always fun to keep busy. So that's for that's. I mean, that's the name of the game. Keep busy. Don't die. Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right. Should we get into some holes? I would love to. (laughs) Okay. Because we have some amazing content for this episode. So at least I think so. Oh, I agree. So. All right. Let's get into this. Okay. You want to go first? I got this. All right. Let's hear it. Okay, so we're back in Florida again. I feel like a lot of my holes take place in Florida. Freaking Florida. You know, clean this act up, Florida. So a man was running from the police. He had some warrants out. He knew that if he got picked up, he would be going to jail, and it would cost him some good money. So he was running. Eventually, the cops caught him. It's very rare that you get away. He didn't fart, right? No, no farting, but (laughs) almost, if not more, stupid. Okay, let's hear it. So the police, you know, what's your name, all that kind of stuff. What's your number? I would like to get to know you. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I mean, if they could have got that from him, I'm sure it would have (laughs) helped. So thinking quick on his feet, instead of giving the cops his name, he gave the cops his brother's name. Okay. 
not knowing that his brother also had warrants. Oh my gosh, even in the family, right? <laughs> and he still got taken in, and then it was a big to-do saying, actually, that's my brother, and now you have to go arrest him too. Oh my gosh, Sefer's brother was so, so happy. So yeah, it was a little double dose, you know. Jeez. Not only did he not get away with his warrants, but he also, in a way, ratted on his brother. Jeez, come on, guys. You guys need to be not holes, first of all. Not get yourself in trouble. But if you are in trouble, don't write your brother. <laughs> yeah, come up with another name, Joe Dirt. <laughs> it's pronounced Dear Tay. Dear Tay. All right, do you want to hear mine? Yes. Okay, so this lady is from Indiana, and she needed to go talk to her probation officer. And she <laughs> she has a pair of dentures that are not hers. And so her probation officer noticed that the teeth in her mouth were not her teeth called her out on it yeah so she's my hole for stealing somebody else's teeth and to top it off when they she did remove the teeth and they did look at the teeth or whatever the name of the actual persons it's on the actual dentures so they were able to contact the person and get them back to their rightful mouth but (laughs) so here's why that is just way crazy to me one of the reasons that a lot of the rappers would get grills and stuff uh-huh. was because it was so unique and custom to them, you're not at risk of getting them stolen. Right. So you're not, you know, you could, wa- you could walk around with like a watch or a blinged out necklace and someone could steal that and wear that themselves, but they can't steal your grill because it's hard to use. So that's just crazy to me. And the fact that you're putting <laughs> someone else's... <laughs> I mean, it's one thing for me to even accidentally brush my teeth gross. with your toothbrush. And I think it's so gross. And to I've be done honest. it. I've done it occasionally, <laughs> but it's not on purpose. I just a lot of times I don't turn the bathroom light on. I just grab a toothbrush and start brushing my mouth. <laughs> Good to know. Go throw mine away right now. And then you come in and say, "Why is my toothbrush wet?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at least you're not. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's gross. So to think that somebody else's teeth mm-hmm. are in your mouth—that's disgusting. So, okay, so we have um, an interview. We're just going to put our plugs out now. Sounds good. Okay, all right. You want to go? Yeah, sure. So mine this week is really technical, and I would encourage our listeners to go to the link that we'll put on our Instagram at Spouseholes Podcast and also on our website, uh, spouseholes.com, because I'm not going to be the best at retelling the exact technical details of this, I'll try to do my best to give you the gist of it, but this is an amazing story and it deserves a read. So a woman is pregnant with twins and she loses one of them. Oh, that's sad. So that is sad. But they also noticed something on her 16-week ultrasound. She had already lost one of them at this point. But at the 16-week mark, they did an ultrasound and they noticed that the baby was developing a tumor on its tailbone. The one that passed or the other one? No, the one that was still alive. Okay. And it was very, it's a scary tumor and it's life-threatening for the baby. And so at 24 weeks, the doctor actually removed the baby from the uterus. Oh, wow. Removed the tumor, put the baby back in the uterus. What? And the woman was able to carry the baby to 30-some-odd weeks. Full term. Oh, my god. And gosh. give birth to a healthy, living baby. And so my plug is this doctor who one noticed because we've had instances where things weren't noticed right? and obviously nothing life threatening, but this doctor also had the intelligence and the knowledge of how to, and I could be stretching this a little bit, but it sounded like it, the doctor legitimately removed the baby from the uterus performed Hmm. surgery and returned it. Yeah. I'll have to read this. This is crazy. And so We'll put the link out there. You can read it for yourselves, but it sounds like this doctor performed a modern day miracle and saved a baby's life. Wow. Yeah. I, that is an amazing plug. You, yeah, I'm speechless. Yeah. Kudos. All right. So mine is a lady in Florida who's oh, a plug. Oh, here yeah. we go. All right, Florida, Florida, clean your act up. <laughs> All right, so this nurse is sitting at home, and she thinks this car is going to park close to her home, but the car actually parks in her home. So they crash into her house, and 
instead of her just kind of like what the freak and freaking out she notices the guy is not moving in the car so she runs out pulls you know sees what's going on feels the pulse there's no pulse he's dead so she starts doing you know chest compressions and she says she did about 30 of them and he came back to life and she actually got out of the car and started walking around so she's my plug because she could have definitely gone negative and, you know, whatever, not done Die, much. Bitch. Right. But she actually went out of her way. And I know you have to be a special type of person, I feel like, to go into the medical field because you have to always kind of keep your emotions in check. And, you know, so for me, she's a definitely a plug. So yeah, go sounds Florida. really amazing. Go Florida. All right. So uh, if you guys want to listen to or sorry, read those um, news articles that we have. Like Eric said, they're up on our website, spouseholes.com. Um, I also put them up on like a short picture of the articles on Instagram and Facebook at Spouseholes Podcast. So you guys can go check those out and give us a follow. So we actually have a pretty fun episode. We are interviewing, if you guys don't remember, those of you guys who listen. If not, go back and listen to this podcast episode that we did for Caesars Barbershop. Barbershop. <laughs> Caesars Royal Lounge on State Street. Yes. So he actually, we did this interview with him and his wife, Cece. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. So we're here with Caesar of Caesars Royal Lounge. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And his lovely wife, Cece, who's over tonight. <laughs> and of course, my beautiful wife Kiara, as always. Yes, you know it. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Of course. <laughs> and we figure we'll bring in another pair of spouses to discuss spouse whole moments and just life as married couples. I just want to say, I don't know if you can handle this much Latin in a room. You're the only <laughs> white guy in the room. Well, I'm used to it. I have my daughters that outnumber me. <laughs> They're half, I yeah, mean. Now we got full. Like, <laughs> These guys are full Latin, so I don't know if you can handle it. I am very outnumbered here. <laughs> There's no safe words. So. <laughs> Alright, so what are some, or, or do you have a moment that you can think of, any of you that are like... Yeah, you were a little, a little spousal. You're a little bitch. Or like a pet peeve that one of oh, the yeah, other does. Oh, that doesn't happen all like that. the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was say, hold up. I didn't think of that many times. I'm not There's one too many times to count. All right. Uh, I mean, we're both Latin, so I mean, we're both pretty. So you guys are opposite is what we were, you were saying. So we what are, I guess, what's, Cece, what's your personality versus, for your opinion versus... Caesars. I feel like people would say Caesars laid back, but I feel like I'm the laid back person in our relationship. Would you agree, Caesar? Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm definitely like, let's get up, let's go do something type of person, but I have that laid back vibe. So it's like, I can yeah, be he's like a go getter. And I feel like I'm just kicking back type of thing. And with her, she's like, no, let's just sit down, watch a movie. I'm like, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like laid back, let's go out. She's laid back, let's just stay in type of thing. Damn, I don't know. That's a good one, actually. Here, I'll do ours so you can, while you're thinking about it. I am the lazy one that wants to just (laughs) always watch TV and do nothing. That's true. And Kiara. can do that. Kiara is the one that always wants to go out. Let's take the girls to the park. Let's do this. Let's do that. No, I want to watch TV. So we end up watching TV. (laughs) No, we end up watching TV and he ends up sleeping because he does that. He cannot hang. Like, we're like, hey, we'll stay in. We'll do what you want to do. And then he's asleep. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm just go with the girls then next time. Right. I feel like Sassy's definitely the TV one. I am. Well, I've kind of. Well, I used to be. That's the thing. Maybe that's why we got along so great when we first met. Because that was definitely like, oh hell yeah, let's just kick back and watch a movie. But also when we were first together, so we've been together since we were 16, 15, 16. 16, yeah. And so I guess, like, you're teenagers, so you're used to going out and wanting to be out all the time. But when we started, like, really living on our own together, we were 18, and he was working construction. So he was, like, up early 
like real early and then he would come home and be exhausted so then i was like yes let's watch tv (laughs) (laughs) what i want to do let's just chill here at home netflix and chill (laughs) (laughs) so you invented the netflix and chill is what you're saying (laughs) at that time too when we got our first apartment actually it was when i first heard about netflix but at the time they weren't streaming it was just the it was like the dvds i don't know if you guys ever had netflix at that time (laughs) no no i think you can still do it now but (laughs) yeah they used to ship you out your movie yeah that was pretty cool actually so you guys invented the that was like the best times i had on my way to the mailbox oh my god better be there see that's what i'm saying like i used to be into that too but i feel like just the whole work and business entrepreneurship side of things like i kind of forced that out of my life in a way to be like hell no that shit takes up too much time that I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to sit down. If I sit down, I won't fix that shit at the house. I won't go to the back. I won't get this done at work. So I kind of forced it out of me. And at the same time, now that I'm kind of coasting, I'm like, yeah, nah, I don't want to watch a movie. Nah. (laughs) But sometimes it depends. She'll start one and it'll be super catchy that two seconds later, I'm like, but catch me up. What happened? Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, who's this person? What's going on? What's happening now? And I'm like, I can't, I can't expect to watch it. Behind. <laughs> uh, see, that's where I'm at a disadvantage because Kiara likes to get into those novellas. Oh man! And my Spanish ability, like I speak some Spanish, but not enough Spanish to keep up with that shit. And oh, so no. I'll be listening, and I'll get like one version of a novella, and then we'll finish an episode, and I'll look over, and I'm all like, "So this is what happened to that scene, and this is what happened to that scene." She's like, "No." <laughs> so then she has to do a recap on the episode we just watched side by side. Yeah. Do you watch it with subtitles? That's what no, I have to do. If I do subtitles, I don't try to listen and learn Spanish better. Mm-hmm. I just have to focus too hard at reading the English fast enough that I don't even hear the Spanish at that point. <laughs> and so it's like pointless to watch it with subtitles for me because I'm a slow reader and not good at Spanish. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, I definitely, I don't speak Spanish, so. Yep, growing up at home, there was, or at my parents' house, there was a lot of novelas. But now as I got older, Netflix came around, fucking seasons happened, the series, and that's the exact same thing in English. So I'm like, damn, everybody watching novelas, like, what the hell? Well, but the only it's difference true. is, is one season of a novella is 136 no, episodes. No, but there's not a season. It's just, it's just like a continuous. Yeah. It's just like novella. Like, like, like in 1980, there's two characters that somehow get brought up in like 2000, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> that's yeah. how that goes. It's like continuous. Well, and then another thing that's different between the soap opera world, now we can't quite go into season and sitcoms, but like novella versus... Uh, what's, what is it called? Soap operas, side by side, is in the Spanish world they'll have the same actors on different novelas. Yeah, that but happens. then in the white version, <laughs> you only have this actor cannot be in two different worlds at once. It doesn't happen. You're missing out on money. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so Gotta split your time. Right. So would you guys say? So you, I guess when I get the vibe from you guys, I get more of like a hippie vibe from Caesar. See, that's my kickback, chill He's vibe, layback vibe. He's a hippie. <laughs> but you're not real, you know? You damn hippie. I just love my trees, all right? <laughs> yeah, I think at that point, it's, I don't know, I guess it depends on how you specify a hippie is. Because. Caesar is all about natural herbs and trying to heal yourself, like meditation and things like that. Whereas I went into the hospital world in what year, like 2012? So, and from that, even before that, I was like, I want to go in and I want to help people. I want to be a nurse. I want to do this. And so I got my CNA and went into hospital world. So I understand medicine. I understand the modern medicine. I understand what doctors can do and can't do. And Caesar's just like, well, if you eat this grape for 12 days, 
<laughs> it's, it's gonna not do the grapes, this for it's you. The grape seeds. <laughs> and I'm like, no, if you take ibuprofen. Oh my God. <laughs> Hell no, CBD. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and that's how we do it. <laughs> so there has to be a compromise. <laughs> so you'll eat the grape seeds, and he will take maybe one ibuprofen a month. Is that what you're saying? I guess that's our compromise. <laughs> I'll try his grape seeds, <laughs> and he'll try my ibuprofen and tell me which one works better for him. <laughs> right now, it's that sea moss instead of grape seeds. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the I'll one. Buy some of that. Try it out. We'll try yeah. it. I'm down. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know that we definitely do the fads though. We'll hear like we watched that juice special on Netflix. I don't know. Oh yeah, like where you juice everything, like your kale and your apple and whatever, and you actually make like a juice out of it, yeah. and you mm. just drink that. And then... so then we went out and bought like a four hundred dollar juicer, used it for a month, and we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me let me set that straight. You went out, bought it. You used it. You said no, and I said let's just keep using it. And you're like it's wasteful. <laughs> I just see never wasteful. <laughs> I just see so much of that stuff that you. Because like, the like, pulp that gets left yeah, behind. Yeah, it's like well, I like, could have eaten like, the whole apple. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. And I'm like, well, you can take it out and eat it if you want. Well, you can do smoothies. I was going to say, that's why I'm a fan of the blender. Because the blender, just chop it all in there and it's all done. All going in, extra fibers. Because I believe in the the skins too. I believe those hold a lot of nutrients. So that's why I stay away from juices. Or juicers. So the blender, that's where it's at for me. But see, people do say that there's a difference when you juice it and a difference when you have the smoothie. There's like difference of what you get out of it, I guess. And so there's the reason why there's juicers out there and they have like their juicing method. It's because right. they believe that you get a different type of nutrients from it when it's juiced versus yeah. smoothied. So I guess what you can do is just juice it, drink that in the morning and whatever's left over, throw it into a blender with water. Yeah, and then or you have compost. That at the end. Yeah. There you go, yeah, you yeah. can put it in your compost. compost. Yeah. Garden hey, and if you reuse need some chickens, it. We got a whole bunch we can bring over. We, we have They'll like an urban scraps. farm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have chickens? Yes. Yeah, too many. Yeah. And a rooster that I'm surprised we haven't had the cops called on oh us yet. <laughs> so if you live in Utah, don't call cops on us. <laughs> I mean, they don't have a rooster. They don't I mean, have we, we don't have a rooster. Um, we do got chickens. We do have ducks. We do have dogs. And we have a cat. Yeah. Oh we recently had a fish, but it's moved on to an, to another life. <laughs> it moved on to last weekend's ceviche. <laughs> it's in Caesar's mom's ceviche. Is it from last weekend? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> That was our daughter's pet that she loved. Oh. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, like no. Oh. She's going to be like, I don't want ceviche anymore. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, our, our kids actually do like seafood. Our kids, I think because we didn't stop because we eat seafood. So it's, we eat ceviche, we eat fish, we eat sushi. Um, so our kids actually eat all of that. Some people I know, they're like, well, my kids have never tried sushi. My kids love sushi. <laughs> I'm like, they're, they're good. We could go to any restaurant you want to go to. My oh, kids are fine. Awesome. <laughs> Kiara's favorite sushi roll is chicken nugget and cream cheese and rice rolled into it's the true. seaweed. It's true. What? Is so that, that, like is that considered it, sushi? It, it is. <laughs> so, it is so if, real. It's considered sushi. Like I was picturing you being real at a restaurant, and you said chicken nuggets. I'm like, that has to be at home. No. <laughs> if, you, if you go to Simply Sushi, and they're Simply all you sushi. can eat buffet. Yeah. We have lunch, been there. The King Kong. Remember. I have been there. The King Kong the roll. I think it's the King Kong is chicken nugget, cream cheese, rice, and then a jalapeno jelly on top. Okay, it's really good, and I have the jalapeno stuff on top. 
And Eric eats a bunch of these, and he's like eating them, and you know. So the first one I go over to try because he's like, "You're gonna really like it." So I grab it and I go to try it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so hot! I can't even handle it." He's like, "You're such a freaking baby." He's like, "It's not that hot." Like it's, so he takes a bite of one of them from my roll, and he's like, "Oh my god, that is so hot!" <laughs> he's like, "I swear I've never had them this hot before." I'm like, "Yeah, you called me a baby, you little bitch." <laughs> You're like, mean, eat another one. Right? <laughs> like, so I had probably had thirty. 30 of these rolls before not in once not in one visit but, yeah, I was like you know, damn yeah. like, let's do food challenges let's go oh, <laughs> some money I, I would love love to do no. food challenges but I have a problem with pride and so if I sit down to do a challenge I'll literally hurt myself to finish he the might challenge. even be crapping himself in the sea and I don't even care yeah. he's like, like I want to finish do it. in there <laughs> <laughs> No dairy, no dairy. He's going to be shitting himself in the sea and losing weight while he's gaining it back all at once. But, like, I'll watch some of the things on, like, Food Network and stuff and Man vs. Food or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I could have done that one. <laughs> My son was just showing me videos today, actually, of some that was like, can you eat this ice cream in a second or something? And it's this guy who has, like, an ice cream cone that's, like, stacked up. Like, the vanilla part is stacked up pretty high and he just like inhales it in less than a second and a banana and all these other things that you're just like it's just within like seconds or less than a minute of like everyday stuff that you can eat. I don't know if I should be impressed but yeah and I'm like exactly when you look at it you're like I don't know if it's like yeah good for you or what the hell just happened (laughs) I I can remember a time when Taco Bell first started doing breakfast and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check this out. And so I went there, and there was just so many options. But there's only probably, you know, 10 legit items on the new menu at first. So I'm like, I'll just take one of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat down and ate every last bite of the entire menu. And that's, you know. Then you should you, become a food critic. There you go. You'd be like, this is good. This is not good. Don't waste your time on that one. Don't waste your time. I've tried everything on their menu, and this is what you should order. That would be like your hidden talent. There you go. Would be, would be something to do. Before I know it, I won't be able to fit through the door. You're like, all right, I'm going from podcast to blog on food critic. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to pull you or push you. I just put you in the back of the car and hope for the best. I guess. Just turn it sideways and roll. Yep. No, you need an ambulance. With a, really Caesar's like, let's again. do this realistically. Let's call it an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Not too expensive. I'll buy a rope and just tie you to the car. I have to say, from working in a hospital, that legit is a thing, and it's very sad that there's like. Okay, how often do you see that? Like, is it grossly like way too often? It's yeah. It's actually like uh, I don't know because I think it's because I used to work in the internal medicine floor, so it's like anything. That's like a catch for all in the hospital. And that is a thing where you get, like, these patients who are 400-plus pounds. Oh, my gosh, that's so sad. And then you're like, well, okay, we're getting ready to discharge you. You know, how are you getting home? And they're like, just just call the fire department. And you're like, what? What? Are you really, like, what do you mean we call a fire department to get you home? Like, who takes care of you? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. And you're like, I can't even believe this is a thing. <laughs> and it legit is a thing. That is so they, sad. They, like, have the ambulance and fire department on, like, their cell phone. And then do you normally recommend for them to drink their quick too. His, his seaweed thing? <laughs> right? I'd be like, here's some sea moss that Caesar sea recommends you to uh, yeah. He's like, I will call them, but oh, please man. drink this. <laughs> I know, it is sad, but I mean, they kind of do it to themselves, so. That's well, true. That's kind of sad. They have to watch all the food go into their mouth. <laughs> they have to watch it. Oh my <laughs> this is speaking from an experience. I've been over 400 pounds. <laughs> That's crazy. But you're also about. very tall. Like, the people who I see are 400 plus pounds. They're, like, my height. They're, like, five foot. And there's, like, it's all sideways. Oh my it's God. not up. <laughs> so it's like, I can't, I, you, can't leave, you can't leave the room. I don't know what I tell you. <laughs> I know. I 
shouldn't be laughing. There's probably people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing about this. <laughs> no, it's sad. Well, I really. mean, if we can't talk about it, then I don't think there should be able to be a show, My 600 Pound Life. That's true. And TLC make That's a whole show it. bunch of money. So yeah. start there if you guys have complaints. <laughs> write to TLC first and then write to us. <laughs> we'll think about response. Right. That doesn't guarantee a response. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, any any like anything you guys thought about as so, far as those fossil moment? Well, maybe like yeah, like pet peeves or something one of you does that it's just not changing and it just drives the other one crazy or something you well, have no. overcome. But we we love you guys and don't want it's a divorce. About- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we keep it real. So yeah. like sometimes we have the conversations and I'm like, if I say this, this might be it. <laughs> it's pretty fucking close, but it, it works out. <laughs> In the long run, it works out. I think, like, over the years, instead of, like, there is a pet peeve or there was a pet peeve, and now it's, like, over the years, you just either deal with it. I think, for the most part, we deal with it versus letting it bug us completely. Yeah. Like, when, like I said, he used to work construction, and he would get up at like five in the morning and I never had to be up at five in the morning even the, our kids would not wake up at five in the morning and he would turn every light on turn everything on he would listen to music on his phone he would come like sit on the bed and then put his shoes on and I'm like and we did not have what is it the memory foam mattresses back in the day <laughs> so then I'm like like my eyes are like trying to wake up like what what what? I'm like, what time is it? And he's getting ready for work. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, now I'm awake, but why did you have to do that shit? But now I'm like, now I'm, I guess now, because we do have a memory foam mattress, I can't feel him get up anymore. But I still turn the lights on. But he still turns the lights on. He still turns on music. And I'm just like, now I just like roll over. I'm like, okay, Caesar's up. Leave me alone. Oh, no. But before, that used to really piss me off because I would look at him like, like seriously, like seriously, (laughs) like, because I grew up with like my dad would wake up super early in the morning because he that's what he does. He like he will shower. He will do like his daily like morning routine. Like, have you seen those on YouTube where people do daily morning routines? <laughs> that is my dad. He, he will, like, it. wake up. Yeah, he invented that <laughs> shit, even though he doesn't know it. <laughs> he would, like, he'll, like, wake up three hours before he has to go to work. He'll have his cup of coffee. He'll go take a shower. And he'll just get all ready, but slow as possible. And it was like he would do everything so quietly like you wouldn't even know he did it unless you woke up because for whatever reason and you're like oh my gosh why are you up so early and he's like oh i'm just getting ready for work but he would like be okay you know he would so you're saying that he would be considerate he would be considerate (laughs) that's (laughs) how eric is too sometimes sometimes eric will get up and i'm like why are you up right now like turn off the light (laughs) and i'm like always like tiptoeing like trying to be quiet (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah i would i grew up that way so when he did it at first it used to really piss me off because i'm like Gosh, my dad would do this, and I would never know he was awake. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, Caesar's awake. Okay, just roll, roll over. over. <laughs> now, that I, now that the kids aren't in school, I'll be waking up at like 8:30, 9 o'clock, and she's been waking up around that same time too. Because I'm like, hell yeah, I'm up. You gotta wake up. <laughs> like you're not going to work at seven, so now 8:30, you gotta wake up. <laughs> I'm like, the kids are on vacation, so am I. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so do you guys have a toilet paper battle? <laughs> like if someone leaves a roll no. empty? No, like our or... one. We don't have a toilet paper. No. We do have the freaking garbage garbage bag. Ooh, I'm literally staring at you. Oh, no. He doesn't even know <laughs> what you're talking about. Right, toilet paper and garbage bag. But no, I got it. No. Yes. Caesar is notorious for taking out Wait, the trash. First off, let's say it is. I'm good at taking out the trash. <laughs> like okay, there's some positivity in there that you do take out the trash because it will be like overfilling or coming up to the top. But then he will take it out, and our garbage is, you know, I'm pretty sure like everyone else's normal garbage that has a lid on it, so you never know if there's a garbage bag in there or not. And so he'll take out the trash, no big deal. 
But where the hell's the trash bag? When you go back and open and throw shit in there, oh and you're God. like, it just hit the bottom of the trash can, and you're like, wait, there's no bag in there? Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> but no, the toilet paper so thing is not. I don't think we really care about that, and we're pretty good at both putting toilet paper no, rolls back good. on. But yeah, my little girl, she's, she'll start yelling, hey, there's no toilet paper in here. <laughs> or she'll, she'll be like, come bring it to me. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I feel like she's the one that finds the empty toilet paper oh. the most. <laughs> it's not that it's empty. I think it's that she uses it to that last oh, bit. She's the worst. And then she's paper. like, yeah. And then she yells at you that it's empty. <laughs> oh, man. My daughter definitely is not. She's not good with paper. (laughs) She was saying for being a hippie, she would take that. She took off her Susie's unhippie like. We need toilet paper in our lives. We need that glamping style. (laughs) We need a hemp toilet paper so I don't feel so bad. Oh, no. (laughs) It grows quicker than trees. Gotta support it. (laughs) So would you say that you guys space out who cooks or do you guys typically eat out most of your meals or... Oh, talking about pet peeves. Oh, here we go. So that's coming up. (laughs) Dang, so I know you were saying your mom's an amazing cook. Oh, my mom was all about cooking at home. You know, her and my grandma, same thing. My mom would have caught in Mexico be like, yo, like, I don't know what the conversation was, but my mom would always have all kinds of ingredients from my grandma. (laughs) So my mom was always trying new recipes, you know. Sometimes they're real good. Sometimes they're real bad. (laughs) But even the bad ones were still interesting, and it was definitely... <laughs> Girl, A for effort. So, yeah, so we were always trying new foods, always eating at home. Um, you know, so we always ate some amazing, what people would consider to be amazing Mexican restaurant foods. To me, that was like my typical everyday meal because right. my mom loved cooking, but she loves cooking for her family type of thing. And I get married... <laughs> And it's oh actually I should I should have caught it before Definitely I got married. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no Talk shame. Of, oh. She owns it. Damn. So it's like I went from that world to like if anybody what wants world? to cook at home. Well, let's explain. The world. Let's explain the world. From my mom's world <laughs> to me to us at home, like all right. She's not going to cook. If I don't cook, we got to go eat. We're starving. <laughs> or we're starving. Or like, what's the basic ramen? Ramen noodle, mac and cheese. You know, like maybe spaghetti. <laughs> maybe spaghetti. Maybe spaghetti or SpaghettiOs. Actually, SpaghettiOs was a big one in the beginning. That might have been what? a big reason, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, that's too much cooking spaghetti. <laughs> I was tr- I'm like trying to think, like, when did we used to eat spaghettios when we were first together? I've always, I've honestly have never tried spaghettios until I got with Sassy. That's because I love that shit from high school. And now I know why. <laughs> you guys don't like to cook. <laughs> Well, it's kind of funny because when we got first married and even here recently when, for instance, when we had uh, both the girls, uh, your mom would actually come over not to check up on you, but to make sure that I was getting dinner. (laughs) She was concerned about your health. (laughs) Because in their culture, the man needs to be fed a home-cooked meal. And so she always would ask me, is my daughter taking care of the food? Is she cooking you a meal every day? And... I don't think she'll listen, so I'm going to rat out my wife right here. I'll, I'll always say, yeah, she cooks me dinner every night. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the truth is... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do better at cooking, but I I like more of... Because the Peruvian culture is a lot of rice, a lot of carbs, like heavy on carbs. And he's like, like... I'm on the keto diet or I'm not trying to eat this many carbs and so for me it's like well I don't know how to cook you then <laughs> uh, fend for yourself go. And it's, perf- and it's perfectly fine like, go smoke I- something <laughs> <laughs> 
And if I know that if I was to say, well, I want you to cook dinner for me and I want this made every day, she'd be happy and she would do it. But at the same time, I'm not that kind of person. Like if I'm doing something restrictive diet, I'm not going to force her to take time out of her already busy day to make sure that I'm getting my stupid meal too. And so that's why I don't like hold it against her. It's not one of our spouse whole moments. Like I could care less, but when when I was eating everything and anything, she legitimately cooked every single night and was, it was amazing. But I also blimped and got fat <laughs> because, because I would come home and they have dishes where they'll serve you rice, potato in the same like dish. Yeah. And for me, it's like, that's a carb on a carb. We need deep to, fried in something. <laughs> well, typically, yeah, the potatoes fried and then the yeah. rice and... Wow, it's just so much carbs, and I love it. I'll eat all of it. <laughs> and then you go to Peru, and you don't see, like, a lot of people are pretty thin, and their portions are humongous. Eric's like, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, that's it's crazy. Probably because they're walking a lot yeah. or something. Could be this um, stress-free living, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> stress-free, and they're probably not doing a lot of the preservatives and stuff like that. Their stuff's a lot cleaner. They're, like, growing their own potatoes yeah. and stuff. And so for me, it's like... If I was to eat a clean Peruvian diet every day, eventually I don't think my portions would be as big, except for maybe like on the weekends and stuff, because I know this isn't a special thing. I'll be getting this again tomorrow. Mm. But what for me, like at first when we'd go to her parents' house on the weekends, her mom is fabulous cook. <laughs> I know and we keep saying it, know, and you yeah, guys will you have guys to come over and <laughs> try it, okay? <laughs> I need yeah. to try. My parents love cooking for people, so they'd be like, oh yeah, bring them over. So. <laughs> but, so then they would serve me, and they would serve me these plates that... Even for me, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but then I would clean the plate and then they would serve me more. Yeah. And I would just clean a, the plate yeah. again. And That's a lot of thing where it's like, oh, you must really like it. Yeah. So let's give you more. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. But then it's like, it's like that you don't know where to go because if you don't eat it, then they're like, ah, they don't you like don't our like food. It, yeah. They don't, oh my gosh. And then they're going to pull out stories that are not even true, but they're going to be like, well, they, he doesn't like our food, but he must not like this, and he must not do that. Yep. <laughs> well, so you have to find a fine medium. <laughs> and so for me, it's just like within the first year of being married, I put on 100 pounds. Not exaggerating. I put on 100 pounds within a year, and then I put on more. But within a year, it was 100 pounds of just glory. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Cece, so, what did you? So, did you not cook? Does like, what did you guys eat when you grew up? So, I guess that's like our different Mexican family cultures. Because my family, I don't want to like rat them out. Uh oh. <laughs> my dad and mom are like big time worker bees, so they always are working. So right. I grew up with my mom working and my dad working. So they were both gone, or if, if they were gone, I was being taken care of by a brother who's only 10 years older than me. So it's like, is my brother gonna cook for me? Hell no. <laughs> Are we gonna walk to the 7-Eleven and get 7-Eleven shit? Hell yes. <laughs> that, was, that was what he took care of me as. And my parents, like I said, you know, they are both working families. So my mom was not a stay-at-home mom where right. Caesars was. So she was able to do that for her family. And so, I mean, did my mom cook? Yes, she did cook. But again, like you were saying, like, you know, you have like your lifestyle where you're going to work every day and you come home. Are you going to come home to cook a meal or not? And it's kind of like how our household was. It's kind of like you're not sure. Like, right. <laughs> it depends on how tired she is or my dad is. My dad... Honestly, I don't even know if my dad's cooked anything other than oh. guess of the ends. <laughs> but yeah, my dad, oh yeah, he was like, he okay, was like, I'm thinking way. of like the kitchen, like not like, okay, we were talking about outside, like parties and stuff, yes, like garnasada and all of that stuff, yes, my dad does that, but like kitchen cooking stuff, it was always my mom. Or my dad would be like quesadillas or sopitas, or he would be like, you want to order pizza? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
bad. That's me. Like, if we get pizza, hell no. <laughs> so then who cooks? Caesar, do you cook he, or does Caesar cook? Uh, so I think he does way more of the cooking for sure. Yeah, since we started dating, but... it definitely was either I cook or we're going to have to go eat type of shit. I mean, not to, that she didn't want to. It was right. just always like... I always had no, always I had no idea. And I, was, and I was cool <laughs> with it because I was like, hey, my mom's a good cook. Maybe I'm supposed to carry that down. And that's the thing is that he does do that. He will call his mom and be oh, like, oh, yeah. okay, I know you used to make this. How do you make it? And so she'll tell him. And so then we get like her meals in a way. Hers are definitely a little bit better. <laughs> I do the exact same shit. She tells me it's just word for word. And I'm like, what the fuck, mom? <laughs> you lied to me. There's a special ingredient. You lied to me. There's a secret well, ingredient. That's it. exactly with her mom. Because she'll tell us how she does it. But then when I watch her do it, you didn't tell me to do that. Well, there was one thing that she was, I was cooking. And... It's one of the sauces, and she was like, well, she saw me cooking it because she told me how to cook it, and so she's like, okay, I'll tell you my my secret ingredient. And so she tells me, she would like, don't tell anybody because it's my ingredient and nobody else knows it. And I want people to come back to my house. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you're also this, this is a real thing. Right? <laughs> like, I really thought that you told me everything, but that's gonna mess up. That you're like you're sabotaging like, I'm your my favorite. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping she's writing it down somewhere that that way when you know she decides it's time for her to move on, she can at least pass down some love. I don't think she decides that, but yeah. <laughs> I know. I was one thing that's that's one thing that Caesar's mom has is she has her own um, uh, pasole and she and she makes it really good but she she says that it's not a secret ingredient but Caesar's like she won't tell no but she's like he's like she won't tell anybody how she makes it because obviously when you go to different people's houses it's made differently right it's oh, relatively the same thing yeah but, but it is night and day differences yeah there is I've differences I've had pasole where I couldn't finish it and I've had pasoli where they didn't make enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. And so that was like her, like, it's one thing that she does do really well. And not saying that all her other is not good, but this is the one thing that she does really, really like well. it stands out. Yeah, and it stands out. And so Caesar's like, maybe one day when you're worthy enough, oh, yeah. she'll tell you how to do it. And I'm like, oh, no. okay. And then I ask her and she's like, I'll just tell you anytime. But I'm like, but will I ever? <laughs> you're will like, I okay, ever? thanks for letting me know. Yeah, but... thanks, thanks for letting me know that you trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. She told me what it was to you on the pozole. And when she told me, she looked at me like, Motherfucker, she, like, you. you better watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Even my dad was like, yeah, you don't know what she went through to get that recipe. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> so just like, if I know these ingredients, it's like life or death if anyone finds out. Seriously. <laughs> Caesar's head. That's kind of funny. Caesar's head's on the chopping block because I don't know yet still. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be the simplest. Just kidding. Mexican I think she has told now. me, but I have actually probably forgot. So, so it was safe with you. Yeah, it is safe with me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. She's <laughs> like, I don't cook it. It's fine. So then you do, what do you do? Mexican food? Is that what you get? Like when Caesar and you cook, is that what you do? Mexican food? Typically. Well, it's pretty interesting. So as I've gotten older, gotten a little more health conscious. So cooking all those foods that my mom was cooking, as I was cooking them, I'm like, holy shit, look at everything that goes into this that we probably should not be eating so much of. <laughs> so, you, so you're tweaking everything. Well then, oh, bitch, you can't complain that it's not turning out like your mom's. No, but it was. It was supposed to. <laughs> at, at those times, time, it was following. I was like, yeah. get it, yeah. Like, this is what I used to eat. We'll be good. But then, no. And then, you know, the more that I study herbalists and just the more foods that I feel we should be eating, the more... Mexican meals and foods that I end up cutting back on to where I'm like, fuck, guys, I don't know how to cook anymore. Everyone's getting some vegetables, some side, you know, maybe a piece of meat with something, I don't know. But now all my meals went from being all trying to um, duplicate a Mexican dish or something to just more basic with a little healthier, bit healthier conscious about more, it yeah way more health conscious about it <laughs> it's, so it's that's a lot hard of meals that i'm just <laughs> almost staying away from unless i go to my mom's i do have to say my mom did teach me how to make amazing rice and i don't feel like her rice is all that unhealthy other than using oil 
That's probably like the only unhealthy thing that she puts in it for the most part. Dude, yeah. But I believe now that there's healthy and unhealthy oils. You That's know? So true. It's like half of the healthy ones you put in a Mexican dish and the Mexican <laughs> would be like... The ones that we grew up this? on, so we're going to be screwed. <laughs> we're going to be screwed as adults. <laughs> Your kids are going to be like, this is a Mexican dish. You're like, no, it's not, dude. It's not a dish. They'll walk in and be like, yeah, you can have this one. It's, oh, my dad makes this all the time. What the hell's my dad been cooking? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so lately I've just been like, I don't even know. We've just tried to eat a lot of healthy yeah, things. Yeah, and now like, we're definitely not so much Mexican other than like for whoa, sure whoa, whoa, ceviche. We're pretty Mexican. <laughs> we're pretty Mexican, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly <laughs> set the, the record straight. Say it enough. <laughs> Caesar and Susie are Mexican. <laughs> not the cooking, but they are. In <laughs> Mexico. Not for real. No, you it's definitely hard, are. Though. But yeah, but I feel like now we lately we do cook a lot more like meats, like chicken, and um, we do do like our nasada, like steak stuff with veggies, and then we do do a little like a rice on the side to make like it a little bit with carbs. But but it's not. I guess right. I couldn't say that it's a hundred percent a Mexican dish, other than it kind of is because it is meat. But yeah. I, you can't and, uh, say meat is hundred percent Mexican. You know, right. a lot of the foods that dictate what I try to lean towards is what they would consider an alkaline diet, and that is being you know trying to consume more foods that are higher in alkaline rather than being acidic. Hmm. And so it's like there's a lot of fruits vegetables that you would essentially cut out right. because they're on the acidic side from being, you know, the GMO part of things or us turning that seed into something else like a seeded watermelon to a seedless watermelon, for example. Like it just loses a lot of what it would normally give you. So you essentially cut that because that's causing you more harm than huh. than well, giving you the nutrients it's supposed to give you. That's crazy. So I don't even think about that. Yeah, see, this is his alkaline stuff that he researched and talked about with me and for a while I was like what because he was like you can't even eat broccoli because broccoli is like a made-up vegetable and I was like what do you mean it's made up <laughs> like, I, was like, I, love, I was like I love broccoli it's my favorite vegetable <laughs> he's like where is there a wild broccoli somewhere in the field or in the mountains I'm like I don't know <laughs> like I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah. along those lines, you know, and that alkaline could be anything from, you know, your foods, you know, to the water you're drinking. Water could technically be causing oh you God. harm instead of keeping you healthy. So I would be like, if I were you, I would just be like, Casey, so do you want, you're going to buy everything. <laughs> just everything in the fridge saying? I can eat. <laughs> so that. But see, like, we still, I still buy and eat broccoli because I love that but he is more cautious about it I guess but but with the water thing like I said this is where we compromise because I'm like okay I kind of understand I see where you're coming from so definitely with the water which is funny because my mom she's like not a person that drinks a lot of water (laughs) and she but her thing was is that she would always be like when I drink water it gives me heartburn and I'm like, what the hell? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Water. Yeah, I'm like, it's water. How does water give you heartburn? And she's like, it gives me heartburn. I don't know. Call me crazy. It just gives me heartburn. And she would always say this for, like, years and years and years. And so, and then when he started talking about, like, more alkaline and more pH-balanced waters, then I realized, like, oh, my God, like, okay, you could buy that smart water and it will say that it's that 0.8 or what is it, 8 point something, whatever the numbers are to make it pH balance. It will say that on the bottle, but if you actually buy test strips for it, it may not even be at that percentage of like oh, pH balance. And Caesar bought those test strips. <laughs> I have those test strips as well. <laughs> and so now I'm like, so then I'm like, okay, mom, you got to try this water, this water. You can't buy this one. You can buy this one. <laughs> Caesar's like buying in bulk the strips. Give me a water right now. <laughs> yes. And so, but oh, actually, no. she hasn't complained about it really since. So, but she, oh, interesting. So it's kind of weird. So like that, like it's like okay, you can hear Caesar and be like okay that sounds fucking crazy like who are you getting this information from but then when it's like things like that where my mom's like oh water gives me heartburn and now that I've had her drink certain waters it's not giving her heartburn anymore so so she's not entirely crazy he's not entirely crazy with it (laughs) 
everything. There are some things that just feel crazy <laughs> that I'm like, you're That's crazy. because genius comes with crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Eric's like speechless. He's like, what? I think that that's a good point to end on for this time. But I definitely want to say that we should definitely have you guys back and we can do a couple rounds of this over time. Yeah. And I've had a blast today and it'll get better and better as we go along and get more chemistry too. So. Definitely. Yeah. About. So, You'll learn that Caesar's real crazy. <laughs> uh, but I really, I really appreciate you guys coming and doing this with us. And yes, yeah. It's been a blast. Thanks for having us.